Placid. Watch what you say, Mel. Watch what you Flaccid. say, Mel. I don't have to take this anymore. podcast how you doing i am doing very well thank you for having me you're welcome i've been oh when you said yes to coming on i was like oh god because i always see you posting spooky creepy stuff and <laughs> i was like yes we can have a great conversation it's gonna be awesome yes yeah i was very 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 honored that you asked me to come on here and, and do this with you today so oh that makes me feel so like wholesome <laughs> <laughs> wholesome spooky girls that's what we got yeah Absolutely. Uh, so, um, can you please do me a huge favor and introduce yourself for our listeners? Uh, well, my name is Steffi, but most people know me as Graves. I go uh, by Immortal Graves on the internet. Uh, I am a Canadian uh, horror lover. Uh, I do a lot of horror gaming over on Twitch, and I love writing and learning and watching horror anything. <laughs> I feel like I should get into horror writing. Because some of my ideas are just really messed up, and I think they need to be in a movie. You, they need you need an outlet to put them somewhere. <laughs> People are like, um, so this movie you got going here about sleep paralysis demons? Um, no, you're you're insane. Like <laughs> this happens to people, Catherine. This people go through this. Yes, it's oh so yeah, true. put it in a movie. <laughs> well, put it in a movie. I, well, that's what horror comes from. It comes from like there. There's always. Um, under like the top layer of like all the gore and or you know uh humor or whatever it is that's there it's based on you know the real life things and how we like sort of handle you know we process them through like horror and stuff like that is what i find so there's always something that there, there's a reality underneath like the gore oh, absolutely. and the violence and everything else i think it's a really big reflection of um not only society but mm -hmm. in individuals and what we mm -hmm. fear and mm -hmm. addressing those fears mm -hmm. in a really visceral and um i don't know like a a narrative rather than this is how i feel that's it yeah exactly it uh it definitely it takes you know takes the fears and it sort of um uh in some ways like amplifies them to and, and it sounds weird but amplifies them to a point where like there's control over it almost i know this kind of confusing way to put it it's kind of difficult no, to put that into words um but uh you know especially when it comes down to like the, the the slasher horrors with like the final girl and stuff like that you know that's a way to sort of um have control over whatever is the fear of of that's actually driving you know the killers in those movies and stuff like that um, or, or the reason behind, you know, the, the deaths and everything like that. So, and I, I find you can really look at any, almost any horror movie and find some sort of underlying thing um, that is, is, like you said, not just society, but like us individually and our fears. Yeah, and absolutely. And how we yeah. try to rationalize those yes. fears as well yes. and a response to those fears. And I think that's why I really like horror movies because I can sit there and pick it apart and be like, oh, mm -hmm. that's a nod to such and such. And mm -hmm. this is that perspective. And I find that so much more interesting than an action movie. I don't actually really like comedies that much because I have a really dark, morbid sense of humor. <laughs> So I'll sit and watch A Nightmare on Elm Street and laugh at that instead. Oh <laughs> like, I, totally I don't get that. consume comedy that much. 
Well, that's why I'm really glad that, um, especially now, um, there is a lot more sort of horror comedy coming out. Um, yeah. You know, which I, I, I appreciate those a lot more than just your average comedy movie. Um, I do like some action movies. I mean, I feel like some of them have a little bit of an element of horror to them, um, especially like when you get into things like John Wick. Yeah. And that sort of stuff. Because I, I, it's so much darker, right, than just your average, like, shoot em up, you know, army dude, whatever, generic kind of yeah. action film, right? Um, but, uh, the like the movie that we're going to talk about is yeah it wasn't even it wasn't even marketed as a horror movie it's marketed as no. a comedy movie uh, yeah that's what I saw it was like fantasy comedy mm-hmm. and then when I watched it I was like oh I can totally see why you picked this as yes. a horror movie yeah because it kind of has that um Beetlejuice yes. um Little Shop of Horrors meets like yeah. Rocky Horror Picture Show which I all can I consider all of those to be horror yes. movies yeah, exactly. Exactly, and uh, it and it's definitely been adopted by the horror community, and there is a huge queer following for it. Um, it's yeah, a cult, it's a cult movie, and like in that time, like in the the like the early '90s, there was like these sort of like family comedy movies that were have been adopted by the horror community. You have like The Witches, which we talked about. There's Adam's Family, um, you know, Beetlejuice, all those, and and they weren't like originally slated as horror movies but they are horror movies when it's deep down yeah. deep down inside they're horror movies. when you watch it you're like oh there are so many like horror elements to this that i'm so surprised that it wasn't much and i understand it was like yeah. 1992 when this yeah. movie was released so um it's kind of I understand that they wanted to market it as a comedy yes. and yes. i actually watched this with my niece last <laughs> night and um, I told her, I was like, we're going to watch like a, a spooky movie. And she was like, oh, no, 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 no. I said, no, it's like Ghostbusters and, and yeah. Beetlejuice and um, Adam's Family. And she's like, oh, okay. And when yeah. we sat down and the opening scene, she looked at me and she's like, Arnie Catherine, I'm so sorry I didn't believe you. <laughs> I love it. And I was I like, thanks. It. Thanks, Luna. <laughs> You're welcome. <laughs> I love it. Oh, kids are just, oh, they're the best sometimes. Oh, I was um, just like, oh. Thanks yeah. for believing in me. Yeah, now. yeah, no, and I think I think um, like a lot of you know, but like they were very comedy esque, very, and they had a lot of sort of slapsticky, especially well, this one especially, you know, um, yeah, feels to them. But and then there was like horror got into like with the, with the Scream franchise coming out in the later '90s and and all the all the teen horror that came out in the late '90s. And then it sort of like started snowballing again through the arts, and now here we are with all the remakes but also horror is having a really big moment right now and then we've got all these new horror comedies that are coming out and i absolutely love that like i some of my favorite horror movies are comedy movies (laughs) um and so uh because they're just they're so ridiculous because when it's a comedy they get to push the boundaries a little bit more of what's acceptable plot wise (laughs) yeah (laughs) and i think that that's what really stood out for me in this because I was <laughs> everything my mind was blown and I was just like why have I not watched this before how did I not know this movie existed and it's, it's, it's just crazy it um okay so I did it did come out in theaters it came out I believe the same time that Buffy the Vampire Slayer came out and it blew Buffy the Vampire Slayer out of the water in theaters but from what I remember when I was reading about it um 
the other night, uh, it basically just flopped when it went to DVD. Oh, interesting. Yeah, because uh, it, 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 and uh, part of it was because they think they had uh, recorded from a laser disc copy of the movie, so it there was issues with how the movie looked. Oh. So yeah, it 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 there is, and so it just it never did really well. But it got a lot of play on cable. I believe actually the first time I watched this, I watched it on cable. I don't, we may have rented it. I'm not 100% sure. Um, like back in 1993 or, or 92, I was like nine, 10 years old. So like, I don't know if I really remember <laughs> if we rented it or we saw it on, on television. But I remember watching with my grandparents and my Nana was like, you know, it's got Goldie Hawn and Meryl Streep in it. And I was like, cool this is like one of my nana's like touchy feely things because i think the last thing she probably <laughs> watched with like meryl streep and it was like bridges of madison county and i was like okay <laughs> cool and you're like oh cool great yeah. can't wait <laughs> and i mean i watched it i i just i just i loved it so 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 much um and it did definitely didn't scare me at all no. um but it, it's it's just it's so good and the, the whole premise and everything else like that of, of like the eternal life and um, you know I know that I'm like circling around sort of but like Isabella Rossellini's like witch sorceress lady whatever she is with her potion just like enchanted me. I'm not I'm not sure. Yeah I don't know I don't know and uh, but yeah and uh, I was just like I just like I love her <laughs> yeah I loved Meryl Streep in this and I'm a really, I'm a huge Meryl Streep fan. Oh, okay. And so watching her in this, I was just like, oh, I love her so, I, I just love this whole movie. And I'm just so glad it was a fun movie because the last couple of movies I've had to watch have been really intense. So, <laughs> well, and, and I'm I, just like, oh, this is a nice break. <laughs> I started watching like horror-esque stuff, like very, fairly young because uh, like mm. in, in the early 90s in, in the, and you know late 80s that's when we had all of like that Beetlejuice and you know um Adam's family um the other movie that I originally had chosen was The Witches which is scary <laughs> it's got Angelica Houston in it as the head witch and she's terrifying in it she's absolutely well, I loved terrifying the book. in it I, it was and one of so, I loved all Roald yeah. Dahl's books all of them <laughs> oh me too yeah so there are um, horror books as well oh my themselves. god they really <laughs> are like, I was a creepy kid my whole life. I yeah, didn't even exactly. realize it until well, I was like 18. It. Yeah, when I start looking back, I'm like, no, no, it, the, the seeds were there in other things yeah. as, at a very young age. And so that's why oh, yeah. I went back to this, not like one of like the deeply traditional sort of horror movies that, as a first one. But this one is like sort of one of the ones that planted the seeds for, you know, all the really creepy stuff I got into later. <laughs> <laughs> See, I got into slashes. Because I just, I love, um, like, the special effects that they did in the 90s mm. for what they had to work with compared to what they do now. Oh, yeah. Like, slashes now, I'm like, ugh, that's all special. Like, the, yeah. I know that's CGI. I, yeah. But when you watch 90s yep. slashes, you're just like, wow, like, they would have had to put so much work into that scene exactly. to get it to look how it does. Yeah. Yeah, um, have you had a chance to watch the documentary um, that about Tom Savini and all his work that he did? No. Yeah, no, I, I haven't. It's on Shutter. It's called I think it's called Smoke and Mirrors. It's amazing okay. to I've watch what seen... he did. 
Yeah. Yeah, I'm a huge Tom Savini fan yes, as well. And Del Toro and Yes. Um, yep. And um Elaine Roth mm-hmm. and um Sam Raimi. Like mm-hmm. they're all my horror yes. people. And yes. the Shoshka sisters, but <laughs> Yes. Yeah. Um so yeah, it's it's definitely and like this this um Death Becomes are actually won uh, an Oscar for their special effects. Wow. I because don't like it, honestly. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> for, they, like, they, for 1992? Like, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I was like, what the hell is this? How? how? In 1992. I love it. I, I love it. I love it. I love yeah. everything. Yeah. So um, uh, we'll start at the start of the yes. movie. Because yes. this is the scene where my niece, like, the, the, the music's playing, the musical's going, and Meryl yeah. Streep's on stage, and she's in this glittery dress. And my niece was like, honey cat. I'm sorry I didn't believe you. <laughs> and she's like sitting, she was sitting on my computer chair because we were watching it on my computer. Yeah. And she's like dancing away. <laughs> and I'm like, oh, <laughs> she doesn't know where this is going, does she? <laughs> nope. Just totally innocent. Totally innocent. And, then, and I love and that they open with that. Yeah, they, they really, and that's how they really sell it as like, you don't realize what the heck is about to happen in about 20 yeah. minutes in this movie. And so it's at the beginning, and it's a, the the movie is about um, Meryl Streep's character, who is an actress, um, and she she's getting up there in years, and she's not doing as great any you know she's doing still okay. Um, and then her friend, I really want to say they are really are frenemies. They're very competitive. Um, yeah. Who's played by Goldie Hawn brings her 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 doctor fiance her plastic. He's like a, this amazing plastic surgeon. Oh. Him in like the crowd applauding <laughs> when the sh- and everyone's like walking out like oh this was crap I can't believe and he's, believe- just, and he's like, like drooling on himself yeah. staring at her and it is played by the frumpiest character that Bruce Willis has ever played in his entire life. But I think like, he did such a fantastic job. And he did. He is amazing in this movie. He really, really is amazing as Ernest. And and it's so funny because just a couple of years later. The Fifth Element came out. Yeah. And I was like, this guy is so hot. Right? And then I went back and I watched, like, Death Becomes Her, and I was like, what? What? (laughs) What? How is this the same person? Same person? No. Please no. That's so weird. Never grow much. All your dreams are shattered. (laughs) Um, But yeah, so she... Uh, uh, so Helen, which is uh, Goldie Hawn, brings Ernest, uh, her her fiance, to meet Madeline, who is played by Meryl Streep, uh, because she has to see if he can pass the Madeline test. Because oh. Madeline always steals her her boyfriends or her whatever, um, and she wants to see if if he'll pass that. And he's enchanted with her. Like I said, you, you standing up and screaming and like drooling on himself pretty much, and and you know, um, so then it cuts to like uh, a day later, and 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 they're discussing the fact that that she's very upset uh, about like seeing uh, the fact that he went to have lunch with her, and he's like, she just wanted my advice as a plastic surgeon, you know, it's no big deal or whatever, and he's like, I'm gonna go get some cigarettes, sort of thing, and then he never comes back. <laughs> yeah. And then it cuts to them, to their wedding. To, to their wedding. <laughs> Which I it's... was just like, oh, I knew that, like, yeah. I knew that was coming. Was, yeah. But I was yeah. just like, oh, oh I, I love it. I love that scene. <laughs> yeah. And I love yeah. um, 
like Helen coming down the stairs, stairs. and she's and like she's twisting that the handkerchief, handkerchief again, like, yeah, with like her and the blood's coming out. Yeah. I was like, oh well, that's ominous, isn't it? That's a, yeah, that's. I know that's... something's gonna happen now. Yeah, and uh, and then we do seven years later, and then um, we we find we find our lovely Helen is uh, not so lovely anymore. <laughs> she is basically a crazy cat lady who eats full tins of frosting out of her cupboard. And watches the death scene of Madeline over and over and over and over again. I love that. And that oh, when yeah. the, um, the cops are busting in to remove yeah. her because of an eviction notice, yeah. her eyes are just like fixated, fixated. on that yeah. death and scene. And they're dragging her out the door and she's like yeah. crazy smiling on this death she's scene. Like, oh. She's also she's also put on a lot of weight because, you know, she's eating frosting yeah. out of cans. Um, I mean, if you and, eat and, that much frosting. Yeah, and, and they, they admit her to uh, 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 an asylum, some sort of uh, institution, to to work on her obsession with Helen, where, you know, she's in, like, a group a group therapy session. I love <laughs> and, this bit. I know. And, and, and the doctor or the nurse or whatever she might be who's running the therapy session, the group session, is like, would you, we haven't heard from you in a while, Helen. Would you like to talk about anything? And... Everyone else in the group Everyone's starts like, to get real tense, <laughs> and she's and she says she's like, I would like to talk about Madeline, and then everyone loses their shit because like, that's no. all apparently she's been talking about every yeah. single time, and and then the nurse loses her shit, or the doctor or <laughs> whatever it may be. The um just the the breakout of yeah. everybody else like they're gonna have to go into therapy after hearing about yes. like. Being at Helen's therapy sessions. Yeah, like. exactly. Exactly. It. They're just like, no, we cannot handle this anymore. This is no insane. More. And the thing is, like, um, I've been there. Like, I've been in mm-hmm. situations where I've been, like, obsessed about something that someone has done to mm-hmm. me. Uh, oh, like, when I... In the last few years. Mm-hmm. But I'm sure I sent people absolutely crazy talking yeah. about it nonstop. Yeah, no, and I, I, I've, I've been there as well. I 100% have been there as well. And I'll be like, I'm sure you're sick of me bitching about this. I'm sure you are. But, but just I'm one just, more time. Yeah, just, I just need to, like, try and process it through, like, I need... Because my thing is, I'll, I need to understand why all the time. Which, you know, sometimes you have yeah. to let that go. That you're not going to get that answer. No. And sometimes you're not going to get an apology. No, or no. understand or why. closure or anything else. You have to no. do, figure that out and do that for yourself. So, um, And you know, uh, Helen definitely does that. Yeah, Helen, Helen <laughs> all of a sudden something that gets set, said to her by the, the her therapist lady clicks. And she's like, oh, you're absolutely right. Because she then, says, um, yeah. you need to eliminate Madeline from yeah. your head yeah. but all that Helen hears is you need to eliminate, eliminate Madeline. Madeline yeah exactly and so then we go another seven years later and now we're with Madeline in earnest and he's no longer a lovely you know celebrated plastic surgeon which is he's I a drunk he's a drunk <laughs> and he is does restorative work on corpses He's a mortician. Uh, Which is a pretty cool job. I mean, yeah, it's definitely a cool job. I personally think it's a better job than being a plastic surgeon. <laughs> yeah, me too. And it'd be heaps more fun. And the, yeah. and the customers don't complain. No, they really don't. But, like, what gets <laughs> me to is one of the moments in the film is when, like, it's obvious, like, how good he is. They're, like, he gets, you know, when he gets woken up by their, 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 their 
maid or housekeeper or whatever she is with his Bloody Mary and uh, and then he gets beeped and like he's walking through and he's getting all his fancy gloves and everything on and, and it, there's this body, this guy, this famous person has like drowned yeah. and died apparently with some like 20 year old dandy or whatever um, was with him and he's got this idiotic grin on his face and we go and you see this like dead body but it's like blue <laughs> Yeah. My niece and when she shot saw that, she was like, That's not real. I was like, No, it's not. <laughs> no, it's very not. And it's because yeah, he's got it's this ridiculous real. smile on his face. Yeah. And and I'm just like I just think it's so ridiculously hilarious because he's like Yeah. And he's like, No, I'll give him like I'll give him personality or whatever and they're like, No, you can't do I've forgotten how the line goes, but it's like, Oh you can't you can't do that. He's a terrible actor or something like that or <laughs> Or I don't remember exactly what it was, but it's like, no, you can't give him any, like, any dignity and poise or anything like that or something like that because of this reason. And it's just so ridiculous. That whole scene um, I love just it. cracks me up he's, every like, time. he's, so serious. Yes. And then gets to that face. Yeah, exactly. Like, oh, that God. face is just so ridiculous. And, <laughs> and, and Madeline is aging now. Like, they're 50 now, right? Um, yeah. And she gets invited to Helen's book release party. She finally wrote her book, and it's called Forever Young. And so she's like, I have to make sure I let her know how amazing I look. And I know, like, she's all, like, overweight and whatever now. But I've, I've, I've got to still look my best. And she goes to, like, this weird, like... Like plus. a beauty salon or something, isn't it's it? It's some weird, like, sort of, like, spa place where they do, like, they New take age. out your blood and then they, they do something to it and put it back <laughs> I in your saw body. the guy on the machine yeah. and I was like, yeah. okay. And, and they right. say, you had this procedure three weeks ago. You can't do it again. You can't do it for another six months. And she starts flipping out. And then, like, the spa owner is like, listen, I get it. And gives her this card with the name of it, name on it, and says, you know, I don't think we'll be seeing you here again. You know, it's been wonderful having you. Um, anyway, so then she goes to this book opening with Ernest, and she thinks she sees Helen. She thinks she sees Helen, because they have like a kind of, like, very frumpy, with the sort of a frizzy hairdo kind of similar And the plaid. And... Yeah, and the plaid and everything. And uh, this woman steps out of the way, and there's Goldie Hawn and all her Goldie Hawnness. In she looks fantastic. Red dress, which I think I don't know if you've ever seen How to Lose a Guy in Ten Days. Yes, which has her daughter. Yeah. I think that dress and that that reveal very much reminded me of like her daughter, Kate Hudson, in How to Lose a Guy in Ten Days in the yellow dress. And I was yeah. like, I wonder if they did that like in How to Lose a Guy in Ten Days to like sort of like it was like a yeah nod to her mom. Um, but she looks but, phenomenal. Oh my god! In that dress, yes. Absolutely, it's just this stunning like satin red dress, and um, and then yeah, Madeline is just like, oh fuck, oh god, yeah, this is me. I am, and she kind of tries to sneak away, and yes. I love, love that Helen sees her. Yes, and is just like, what have you been doing? Like, I don't blame you for Ernest leaving. Yeah, like, no, he's it's, a man. He loves his fault. Yeah, you didn't steal him. He went to you. You know, and all that sort <laughs> yeah. of stuff. And you're like, what? Because um, you're like, obviously she's kind of cracked a little bit. And oh, then, yeah. you know, and then, and then, um, you know, uh, they do their very superficial fake, you know, we're famous people, you know, seeing each other, kissy kissy, yeah. mad Ew. at each other, want to, you know, 
um, thing. And then we see, again, Madeline um, looking at the book. And there's some people standing around. They're like, man, she looks amazing. How old is she? And she's like, 50. <laughs> <laughs> like, so bitter. Yeah. Yeah. And and then she gets to what she sees. She sees Helen sneaking off with Ernest. And, and she's like, Ernest, I don't blame you. She's, you know, she's the reason why you don't have a career anymore as, as a surgeon and blah 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 and it's just like what are you doing i was like you manipulate yeah she's planting seeds she's planting seeds for sure yeah um anyway uh then then i think then then that's uh the back to ernest and and madeline again and they have this huge blowout um, yeah in the house and she oh no she goes to go see her little lover yeah, her young lover, yeah. who is just like, people make fun of us in public. Go find oh, someone your own age. Yeah. And she's just, just, and then it just buckets down rain. rain. I was like, oh, that yeah. sucks. Yeah, then a storm starts, and she, like, starts driving away, and she looks at herself in the rearview mirror and gets scared and screams, because she's just <laughs> a mess, and, like, slams on the brakes. <laughs> I really like this scene. Like, um, mm-hmm. it felt really. Oh, I can't think of the name of the movie. Um, but it was like uh, Sin City. Oh, that's yes. what it felt like. Yes. Oh, when the like, driving she's like, all the rain yeah. and she just can't see what side of the road she's on and everything like that. Yeah. And yeah. there's like, I, I swear to God, I because I hadn't seen this until yeah. last night. I thought she was gonna have a massive car accident, and then Ernest was like gonna bring her back Frankenstein style. <laughs> That would also have been wonderful and crazy. So it's like, oh, she's going to die and someone's going to reanimate her. But actually, here's the thing. It's because I hadn't watched this in quite some time. Um, a couple years, I think. But I also, like, I have very bad memory problems. So, like, I, I it's like watching a new movie almost every time. Like, I know the Ooh. gist of what goes on, but any details, unless I've seen it, like, 50 bazillion times. Um, and I've probably only seen this one, like, a million times. Um, but, uh, I actually watching it, uh, I was like, oh my God, is she going to crash her car? Does she crash her car? Does she get in an accident? I don't remember. (laughs) And so I was sitting there like waiting for her to crash her car then. Um, but yeah, I was was just like, there's going to be Frankenstein, Brad of Frankenstein. (laughs) Which I mean, it kind of is in a weird way. It kind of is by the very end. Um, It is, isn't it? Yeah. Uh, so then she, she stops to sort of tidy herself up with all her makeup running down her face and she finds the card, um, which she had actually torn up from the, the owner of the spa. So then she makes her way to this giant mansion that's opened up. Spooky mansion. It's, it's, and it's still storming outside. It's all like lightning and thunder and pouring rain. And, uh, this cracks me. It's answered by like a giant piece (laughs) of muscled man meat. Yeah. In, in a like, vest. Spandex. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and covered in coconut oil. Yes. Very, very <laughs> so much. Um and then she gets to meet my fa- personally my favorite character of the whole movie, which is Isabella yeah. Rosalini's Lissle. And she is uh nude naked basically for this entire movie outside of some jewelry yeah. covering her breasts like cover her nipples it. yeah 
And I, I think it's fan. I think it's fantastic. Also, she but, looks great. Oh my god, she does look great. I do know there was because uh, I have like a little bit of like trivia knowledge about this this movie. Uh, there was um, she did have a butt double. Oh, who is the actress that eventually went on to play the lead in Jag? Oh my god! <laughs> <laughs> she got her role in Jag because of being a butt double. Butt right? double, yeah, I know. She went. To, she's done a lot of stuff. I can't remember the actress's Amazing. name, but yeah, she's done a lot of a lot of stuff. But yeah, she started out as a butt double for Isabel. Imagine Rosalina. having a bum so nice that you're a butt double, right? And I'm sure Isabella <sighs> Rossellini's butt is fantastic too. Oh, probably, yeah. Yeah, you know, I don't but know like why, maybe she just didn't want to. Didn't want Yeah, maybe she didn't want to because I did notice like she is covered. Like here, or you mm. see, like you know, the the shape from the back or the side or whatever of like her breasts and stuff. But uh, like she's covered like from the waist down in the beginning. Yeah. So maybe she didn't want to to do like full nudity, just implied yeah. nudity, which is do- it's done very well actually. Mm. And she she has she does a great job of just being like you can tell like she's powerful and she's a little insane. She's she's a little bit crazy. A little bit crazy. Uh, which definitely more towards the end you you definitely get, um, and uh, she admit brings out this brings out this box that has another box inside of it that's got like a <laughs> Faberge egg inside of it that has this potion inside of this elixir and she gives it to Madeline and Madeline becomes young again her skin smooths out her butt and her boobs lift up which is yeah flipping hilarious because they also do little sound effects they're like <laughs> yeah you know i love that touch to it like not just like a visual but it yeah. also i was yeah. just like i wonder if it'd make that sound if they like when my button boobs do that <laughs> is that what uh, sound it makes i i and i, I just can't hear it i have no idea but like it's just it's just so such a great moment of it's, comedy yeah it's so good. I just everything about this movie is so. I just lo- I love it. It's amazing. I really loved it, it. Really is amazing. And here's the thing: is even though obviously you know it's a movie from that starts in the '80s, you know, and takes place in the in the '90s and the early '90s, and you know with the cars and obviously the phones and everything, but it's aged like very well. There's yeah. no problematic language in it. There's you know that which is nice because a lot of movies I go back and watch from the '90s, I'm like. Ooh. <laughs> like a you butt really... clench moment when you yeah. can't watch it and you're just and like, I'm just like mm. so the, other than you know you're, you're using language that is absolutely unacceptable to use today um uh i was like it's it's a good movie but that but this but this one it, i didn't have any of those moments re-watching it because i was like yeah. oh is this gonna be one of those ones where they do something like use the r word or something like that or you know Ooh. use use homosexuality as a way to insult people or something like that um which they which they don't as far as i know i mean oh and we're getting to like we're, we're getting rolling in the movie so one of there's a, a funny story coming up for that i'm gonna just tuck it away hope i remember um <laughs> Uh, but yeah, so she's all young again, um, and while she's away, she looks so she, shiny. She, I know it just like she looks like honestly, she looks like she'd been face tuned. Yeah, right, like that. Just like a filter put straight on there. Yeah, just just like everything's perfectly smooth and glowy, and you know, um, ethereal, if you will. Um, yeah, absolutely. All of a sudden, and she is just please just punch, please just punch, and she, she's just like heck. Yeah, this yeah. is this is me now, and this yeah. is now coming into the scene that is my 
ultimate favorite part because while she's out, mm-hmm. Helen has gone over mm-hmm. to the house. And, and like, is seducing she, Ernest. Yeah, and she was like she was prepping herself by like blowing air <laughs> into her eyes to make them water to look like she was crying. And I was like, Yeah. That's a good way to get your eyes watery, you know? Hmm. You need to I don't cry. I don't really cry. Well, I do, like I'll have a good like therapeutic cry once in a while if I'm like super yeah. stressed out. But like I don't really cry at stuff. I'm not a crier. Anything, no. So I'm not a crier. I never have been. Um uh, but so I was like, huh. Because I always wonder, I'm like, how do you actors just cry on command? And oh, I'm like, they probably think of the most horrible things, and you're just like, oh. Uh, no, that these. does nothing to me. No, see, it doesn't do anything to me either. I'm dead inside, okay? <laughs> I actually have a shirt on that says dead inside. <laughs> oh my god, it does! <laughs> it says dead inside, um, but still slaying. Yeah! <laughs> I love it. I love it. Um, that is me. Yeah. Yeah, but it. yeah. So she's like getting herself all souped up to go put on a show, and she gets over there, and she's just like, "Oh, I must talk to Beth right away." And he's like, "Well, she's not here." She's like, "Oh, thank God." She's, she's like, like throws, yes. like absolutely just hoiks the umbrella yeah. away. Yeah. Like, See and she just walks Good. in and tries to start seducing, um, Ernest, and then. She's like, I'm trying to, like, hold myself back. And he starts, you know, saying about how... Like, Ask me to leave. You know, yeah. It's just so... It's so over the top. It's just... I love it. Uh, and she's in the red dress again. Yeah. Yeah, she's in I think the red. she just lives in that dress. Yes. Which I understand. It looks fabulous. So, it's you know. Very pretty. Yeah. I don't blame and, her. Yeah. Um, and, uh, yeah. And then... She, I don't know how they got on the topic of like how he needed to. They oh, they just basically say they need Madeline out of their lives, right? Yeah. And so let's kill her. Let's kill. Go, go, you know, Helen's like, Let, let's kill her. I have a plan, and she like starts laying out this entire plan. And and I love that they kind of like um, show the plot playing yes. out rather than her just speaking it. Because you kind of think, okay, maybe cool. it, it, maybe this is them doing it. You know, maybe this is yeah, like, exactly. Right? It's because that's a that's a way sometimes they do things in film is like they'll they'll tell the plan, they'll narrate the plan, and then show clips of it actually happening, and then it's a w- easy way to get through a lot of stuff in a short amount of time. Yeah, and yeah, so she she like has Ernest drug her, and then they pour an obscene amount of liquor <laughs> all the bottles, bottles in the and, car and they're like 40 like, they're what? like 40 ounce bottles like you know they're not <laughs> tiny bottles they're full size like giant bottles of booze and they pour it all over like, the car and inside the car and there's like 30 bottles on the floor and they they like have the car jacked up which i think is a nice touch yeah that she just like kicks the jack uh, yeah, yeah, because they, they put her foot on the gas and a bottle in her hand on the steering wheel, and then she just kicks the jack and the car goes off the end of the mountain. Oh, I really love that whole scene. No, it's it's it is it. I really do too. The the I love the montage of of the imagination yeah. of killing them, and he's like, I don't know if I can do this. Like that's 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 pretty like like what are you saying? Blah blah blah. Um, and anyways, she ends up leaving, uh, uh, and then. Madeline comes back and she like kind of sneaks out the side there sort of and uh, uh, Madeline comes back and, and, and she goes and puts on this uh, really slick uh, bodysuit like this yeah. black bodysuit because she's oh, she like oh my fantastic. god they both look amazing 
Okay. Like they just, they're just stunning women. And, and she's all just like, yes, this is amazing. Oh, I'm so gorgeous. And then she and Ernest have a huge fight. And this is one of my favorite things. And it's turned into a birthday present that one of my best friends does for me every year and has for like years (laughs) now. Okay. Is she starts calling him flaccid at the top of the steps. Oh yeah. And she's like flaccid, flaccid. Flaccid. Well, I have a friend that's from Wisconsin, and she's got, uh, you know, um, that Midwestern accent. Uh, and so she says flaccid. She says it's flaccid. And it just it makes oh. me giggle so much. So she calls me every year and leaves me a voicemail on my birthday that's just her saying flaccid over and over again. And it became... <laughs> <laughs> and this is my birthday present from her every year. Oh, that's, yeah. you know, that to look forward to every birthday. I know, it's the strangest thing. It's the strangest thing in the world. And But, like, we're very strange people, so it works. Um, but, yeah, so she's just calling him, like, and that just, like, sends him over the edge. And he starts to choke her at the top of the stairs. Yeah. And then her heels slip and for, and then he realizes what he's doing and he stops. But this is so ridiculous. Her heels are like on an angle for an intensely long period of time. She is tilted backwards on the precipice of falling (laughs) for way more longer than is physically possible. Like it's defying the laws of physics here. Um, but I mean, I shouldn't really be like pulling apart physics in a movie where there's like an elixir that makes you young again. But like, you know, physics still apply. <laughs> they still apply. <laughs> and then instead they do of this helping a her, of times. yeah, instead of helping her, he just kind of pokes her down the stairs. Yeah, and she it's goes amazing. for a huge tumble down this giant marble staircase, and she is folded <laughs> up in six ways from Sunday at the bottom of the steps. I loved that. My niece did not. Oh no! Oh no! Was I that... was just like, Looney, you gotta remember, this isn't real. This is just a movie. Yeah. She did not like the stair fall. She was just a little bit um, concerned about the stair fall. So. Uh, I was just like, look, Luna, you gotta understand, this is a funny movie. And yes. she was like, okay. And I was like, oh, thank God, that's how you deal with things. <laughs> well, you <laughs> like, tell I don't me have it's to give like a big this. explanation. Yeah, you tell me it's like this and I believe you, so it's good. Exactly. Yeah. That's lovely. <laughs> that's lovely. Um, and so then, you know, he freaks out and he calls Helen and he's like, I did it. I killed her. I pushed <laughs> her down like, the stairs. And she's like, you idiot. <laughs> and she's like, I gave you a plan. <laughs> I, I, I gave you a very detailed plan. This is not the plane. <laughs> Dumbass. Did you call the cops? Oh, cool. You called me first. That's great. Thanks. Thanks for that. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and as they're talking on the phone, Madeline just kind of unfolds herself. Oh, that's so cool. <laughs> it looks so awesome. And stands up. <laughs> but her head is backwards. <laughs> I love her walking. <laughs> I know the walking so, like... is done. It's so great. Because she's walking forwards, but with her back facing you somehow. She It's so strange. And she doesn't so realize. Weird. She doesn't yeah, know no, that she her doesn't head's ha- back No, she, and she don't, just knows that she doesn't feel quite right. And, like, <laughs> Ernest quite naturally freaks freaks out, darts across, like, the room, and was like, whoa, 
what? <laughs> and and she's like, fix. Like, and then she sits down. And he's like, there's something wrong with your neck. Your neck. <laughs> And, and she's like, oh, my God. And she realizes, like, her head is on backwards all of a sudden. And it's, like, the special effects, like, it's, like, twist, twisted around. <laughs> and it looks so good. Gross. <laughs> it's so gross and good at the same time, you know? Because it really does just look like it's just, like, puttied around. Like, it's, like her neck yeah. was, there was no bones in it. And it could just twist around like that. Like, the skin was all twisted and stuff. Um, and, uh... And she's like, fix me. <laughs> fix what are you me. Doing? Fix me. And he won't, he can't do it. So she just does it herself and like twists her head oh, around. And all the cracks. All and... the cracks. And like, then there's this gross bone thing happening. Oh, in her neck. yeah. Like her collarbones, like. All crunkled up in there. And it's just, oh. It's not pleasant. No, and I can't imagine, like, I've never broken a bone in my entire... Oh, I've yeah. had my nose broken, but that's different to, like, yeah. breaking, like, a hand or a finger yeah. or, you know, like, your collarbone. Yeah, your collarbone, and, which mm. is, like, really terrible bone to break. Oh. Um, I've, I only have ever uh, broken my pinky finger. Um, I dislocated both the knuckles and there was a small fracture. And it's still, it's still like, it doesn't bend all the way back anymore and it gets really Yeah. Deep. With gaming and stuff, I always rebind my keys on my keyboard to my, I have like a MMO mouse that has like a hundred buttons on it so that I don't nice. have to use my pinky finger. Because this, yeah. this was 12 years ago because it was right after my kid was born because I slept when I was holding her on the ice oh, in no. Edmonton. And it was like, okay, save the baby, fall on your hand. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I actually um, have um, double jointed fingers damn and so i get that feeling like like using a mouse and keyboard and stuff like i prefer to game with the controller yeah because then i don't jar my like because my fingers will just cramp and stay in the one spot and i actually have to like physically like move it back oh you get the claw hand oh no oh no it's only in my pinkies like the rest of my hands my fingers are fine yeah it's only and the thing is my nan has it as well and i was like thanks nan Thanks. That's a cool thing I inherited from you. Cool. Back in the fifties, you didn't need your pinkies for gaming. <laughs> I don't say that to her. I have too much respect for my nana. She's eighty-five and will slap me down. I was gonna say like, no, I could never have talked to my. I was raised by my nana, and like, she was in her like seventies when I was a teenager. So. Oh wow. Yeah. So, and a lot of people are like, you know, oh, that must have been like really strange. You know, probably very conservative. No, I was raised by my grandmother. And I was like, no. They like they think like church going pie baking. I'm like, yeah, my atheist listens to punk rock. Like can't bake to save her life, grandmother. It was terrible. My grandmother. Yeah. Except my grandma, um, she was thirty nine when mm-hmm. I was born. So when I was okay. a teenager, she would have been like fifty. Yeah. Yeah, no, I was the fifth <laughs> kid that my grandmother raised. Oh wow. And uh like she had my aunt Amazing. and like the next generation she adopted my dad and my uncle and then she raised my aunt's kid and then she raised me a generation after that so she raised five generations of kids and she doesn't like kids (laughs) so um but yeah we used to watch like we would go to like we'd go to the movie store and we'd rent a video on the cheap day they had i think it was like tuesday or something like that it was like tuesdays it was like a dollar because we have toonies two dollar coins here in canada and um oh we have two dollar coins too oh really I did not yeah. know that. Yeah, one dollar oh. and two dollar coins. Yeah, yeah. yeah we have, we call them loonies and toonies here. 
Oh, really? Well, the loonies, they'll start calling them that. No, loonies have, like, what? Our loonies have loons on them, though, so that, you know, makes sense. So then when they made the $2 coin afterwards... Um, What's a loon? It's a bird. Oh, okay, that makes sense. Yeah. Yes. So that's why it's so that it just became the tuny. I think ours is a. I can't remember. A platypus, maybe? I don't know. <gasps> I love platypus. I love them. Oh, really? I think they're so strange and weird, and I love them. They're so weird, aren't they? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I think I've after. I've seen them at the zoo. So yeah, I think after bats, the platypus right. is probably my next favorite animal because it's just so strange. <laughs> so our animals are just really fucking weird. <laughs> Yes. <laughs> yeah, I can agree with that. Um, anyways, back to our back to our movie. Yeah. Um, where were we? Uh, um, so oh, Ernest her pushed her. Popped yeah, her collarbone popped he takes out. So her to he, the hospital. Ta- he takes her to the hospital. He like slams in, you know. And, <laughs> I and love all the driving in this. Movie. The, it's, the, all the driving is completely over to the top and completely dangerous in this movie. <laughs> yeah. Everyone's like, um, driving when they're extremely emotional, and it's not a good idea. No. <laughs> and and this is another one of my favorite scenes because the doctor is like, okay, so you're telling me you like fell down the stairs and like your wrist kind of hurts and there's something going on with your neck and she's got a thermometer under her tongue, and he's like, okay, does it hurt when I do this? And he like takes her wrist and he bends it back gently and it starts making cracking sounds and she's like, no, and he's like. You're telling me it doesn't hurt when I do this. And he bends it back more. And she's like, no, I've said no. And then he's like, bends it all the way backwards. (laughs) And and it's like, crack, 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 crack. And she's like, no, no, I told you already. It doesn't hurt. He's like, okay. And then he's like, okay, let's see what's going on with your neck. And he like freaks out when he sees her neck. Yeah. He like jumps back. And then he's like, okay, okay. All right. All right. And then he goes and grabs his stethoscope and tries to hear her heartbeat. And he's like, there's nothing there. And he like taps it and he puts it back and he's like, whatever. What the-? Goes and like throws it in the trash and grabs a bigger yeah. one. Because <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> apparently it's going to work better. And he puts it. He's like, you've got no heartbeat. Like your t- body temperature is like 60 degrees. You're dead. Like you've got to be dead. And he's like, I need to go get a second opinion. And he walks off and has a heart attack himself because you see him later on in the next room with all the doctors trying to revive him (laughs) because he's in so much shock over this it stresses him out so much that he's like no and he goes and like has a heart attack or aneurysm or something and he's being like on a crash he's on a crash cart and like (laughs) you know uh bruce willis is just like running around all crazy like he's super stressed out and freaked out too because he's like he's like Stop from this moment until like the end of the movie. He Freaking out. Like Fifteen out of ten. <laughs> yeah, he is not okay. No, no, anymore. Absolutely not. And so, and then, and then, like, she kind of like realizes like that she's got no heartbeat and she's dead, but she's yeah. her body is still alive, but like. Or, like, her body is dead, but she's still alive because of this potion she took. And she faints. <laughs> she faints. So, of course, someone comes by and is like, oh, my God, she's dead. Take her to the morgue. Take her oh to the God. morgue. And this is one of my favorite <laughs> lines. It's like, 
when, when, when Ernest comes back and finds her gone and the doctor's trying to be consoling or the nurse and she's like, you know, you need to grieve. And he's like, where did you take my wife? And she's like, the mortgage. He's like, she's going to be so pissed. <laughs> I loved that. <laughs> she's going to be so pissed that she, you guys took her to the morgue. So he runs down there. And it's like, I'm like, do hospitals morgues actually look like this? They're all like marble walled and fancy. And I'm like, I don't think I they look that. like this. Um, no, I thought they're just like concrete rooms. Yeah. With metal. <laughs> and, and he like pulls her out and all the, like, the, the cloud of cold air billows out and it's yeah. very theatrical. <laughs> and he pulls her out of the body bag. And she's like, oh, my God. Uh, it's so dark in here. Yeah. And she just, like, just takes her home. Just takes her home because they need to get just out of here. Takes a dead body out of the morgue. No worries. Yeah. It's totally fine. Well, she walks out. I mean, who's going to think she belongs there? <laughs> um, and then they head back to their house. And uh, he starts because, like, she's all kind of bluish and stuff now because she was in yeah. in the like the the body fridge <laughs> I think because her body's starting to decay yeah yeah, yeah. it's starting to like not look so great like it's it's just it's just becoming dead like she's still moving and stuff but it's becoming dead so he does what he does best now and he spackles her up with his paint for dead bodies which is like fucking <laughs> spray paint from the hardware store, as we had found <laughs> out earlier. Paint yeah. Or yeah. And and as he's trying to fix her up, um, Helen comes back and she's got like a shovel and a rope and a tarp and she's like, <laughs> she's All like, right, let's, do, let's this. do this. You know, where is she? And Madeline comes around and was like, Oh, you bitch. <laughs> but you... before that, Ernest is like, She's upstairs. Oh yeah. Resting yeah. peacefully. Resting peacefully. And she's fine, okay? She's gonna be okay. And she's like, What is wrong with you? Like you get over with her this. Body? Yeah, what are you doing to her body? Like, hmm. <laughs> um anyways, so yeah, Madeline comes down and sees Helen because she found out they had been plotting to kill her. And she just casually and calmly walks around, grabs a freaking shotgun. And shoots Helen in the stomach and she like flies back into this fountain and she's dead in this fountain. And then, you know, poor fucking Ernest is like, oh my God, what is happening? Like, holy Why shit. Here? What is going on? And, and and then, you know, Madeline convinces them that everything's going to be fine and they'll just get rid of the body. Oh, isn't it great that, that Helen brought all this stuff over already and did all our shopping for us and everything. <laughs> Don't worry about it. And then in one of the best shots ever, Helen gets up in the pool and she has got this perfectly round hole straight through her middle and like water comes gushing out of it on both sides because she's getting out of the pond. And like she's like, well, she doesn't realize that either at first. She's like, oh my God, like what the hell? And they're like, something's wrong with your stomach. And she's like, holy shit. I love that, um, She's just like, that was totally uncalled for. Yes, uncalled for. Shooting me in the stomach. Like, what, what, what even was that? The audacity. The audacity. And she's just like, because then she says, Ernest, I'm soaking wet. Oh, yeah. He's like, um, there's something wrong with your shirt. Oh, yeah, your shirt. Yeah, that's what it was. 
And she looks down, and there's this, like, and it's gigantic. It's like, it's not like, because it was like a shotgun. I mean, that's not how shotguns leave holes in bodies, but not really. No. <laughs> <laughs> um, but uh, it, it, for, for entertainment factors and comedic, comedic factors, it is fantastic. Uh, which is actually so good. the cover of 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 like the VHS case is like her standing there with the hole in her stomach and hel- and and Madeline beside her with her hand through holding a shovel. Yeah, hand through this hole. Um, so like you know the hole's coming, gotta be coming eventually. Like it's <laughs> it's just um, so cool. Yeah, and they have and then and then Madeline and Helen just finally have it out, like fully yeah. have it out. Uh, Helen grabs a shovel and like hits Madeline in the head and like she yanks her head back up all like stretchy like to get it out of her thing because she's like take your, I'm not talking to you anymore until you like get your head on straight yeah <laughs> after like beating her head into her, her shoulders you know and then she gri- grabs the other shovel and just throws that at her and they're like on guard let's have a sword fight with shovels and they are just yelling the most ridiculous things at each other. I love it. The entire so time. And Ernest is just like, I need a drink. The insults are so good. And he's just like, I need a drink. <laughs> like, I don't blame him, really. No, at this point, you can't blame him. Because there is no. a lot going on. But they also realize that each other has taken the potion. Um, too. They have that yeah. moment. where Because they each have little pins that was given to them by Liesl. And it was... Uh, they realized they took it and like this is what I love too is because um, the director also did you know Back to the Future yeah or the, was it the director or the writer I can't remember but um, I think he was the director and writer yeah. for this um, and uh, Helen goes I took the potion on whatever date it was in 1985 which is what the present date is in Back to the Future so there's a little nod yeah. to it there which is fantastic of him I did notice that yeah you're like wait a second <laughs> I told um, my partner I haven't seen Back to the Future, but I have. I just can't remember a lot of it, so. Oh my god, that's too funny. That's he gets so funny. upset when I'm like, I haven't seen it. He's like, what do you mean you haven't seen it? And I'm like, Cat's oh. gonna be out of the bag when he listens to this, though. I know, he's gonna be like, oh, Cat's fucking seen the movie. I Now I know. But it's just funny to, like, stir him up. Oh, I, oh, I totally I'm, understand. He, he, I feel so bad now. <laughs> <laughs> And I, no, because I've also said to him, like, I don't like the movie. So, yeah. you should, like, I'm not a big fan of Back to the Future, so. I I like the first one, um, and the second one's okay. I don't talk about the third one at all, because I don't like it. <laughs> I don't really remember the third one. Like, I remember bits and pieces out of the first one. Yeah, the third one, they go back to the Wild West. Oh, okay, yeah, I remember it now. Yeah, and I My just... cousins liked it, and so yeah, I remember them watching it while I was yeah. around and stuff, but... Yeah, I no, do remember the first one. Yeah, uh, but yeah, so they have that little nod in there, and then um, they are smashing each other, and 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 then finally they're like, we can't hurt each other. Like, what's the point in this? And Goldie Hawn sits down, where there's like a shovel that broke off, like the handle, and it's been stabbed like through into the couch, and she just sits down so lovely and crosses her legs with this big shovel thing protruding out of her <laughs> hole. And and they have a they have a heart to heart finally, and they realize that they were both very jealous of each other and 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 you know and and 
Helen and her friends used to make fun of Madeline all the time and call her cheap because I guess she must have not been as well off as them and she did some yeah. maybe questionable things for attention and whatnot. And um, so that's why she was always going after after what what Helen had because she's like, you know, I can get what you have too. I'm not just cheap, you know? Yeah. So they have a big heart to heart. They realize, you know, that they, they do love each other and care for each other and they, they've solved their problems and... Then they're like, maybe we can get Ernest to fix us up. And they go and they get Ernest to fix fix them up. And the he hole. does a, the hole and, you know, the neck again and everything else. And he does a great job. But then all of a sudden, I don't know, they, they scratch themselves or something. And they are like, oh, he needs to do it. Because he's like, I'm leaving. I'm leaving. He's like, I'm out of here. I'm out of here. He's like, to death to his part, you're dead. I'm gone. Yeah. <laughs> you know? <laughs> and thank God. He, sh- he I feel bad for the poor guy. He should have move faster <laughs> yeah and he's like i've i've been wanting to pack this for the last five years why have yeah. i left yeah exactly and uh and then they realize they're going to need him so they need him to drink the potion because they're going to need him forever um so they they're like he won't ever go so they're like let's drug him and as he's out the, on his way out the door and he is like telling them off and sloshing the drink around and then he, he goes to like drink the last little bit and they're all just like really anticipating like drink it drink it please drink it and he's like you know what i drink too much and he dumps it out and goes so they smash him over the head with vases obviously <laughs> yeah <laughs> Obviously, have a lot of vases. I feel like right. There'd be a lot of vases in that. Yeah, house. yeah. <laughs> it was it was huge, huge house. It was a really cool house. Yes, I really liked it. Yes, I'd it live there, and it'd be spooky. Oh, so I'd spooky. There. So spooky. But oh my god, can you imagine having to clean that whole thing? I... <laughs> um, maybe not. <laughs> maybe I'll live. I'll live in like Ernest's room. Like a room. Yeah, yeah. Can I read your room here, <laughs> please? Yeah. You can clean up the rest of the house. Yeah. Because I'd have to spend all of my money getting the mansion. I wouldn't be able to afford any help to clean it up. No. Yeah. Or if you could just get roommates and then you be the messy roommate and they all be the clean roommates. I'm always the messy roommate. Yeah, me too. <sighs> I'm just really, I'm just chaos, to be honest. I get it. I understand. I really do. Like, deep inside, I get it. <laughs> um, so then Ernest wakes up in a tuxedo. And he's oh, old- yeah, because yeah, there's a party. There's a party that she let, uh, they're over at Liesl's mansion now that she throws every spring because a lot of famous people. Okay, so here's something we forgot to mention was back when Madeline takes the potion, she tells her, you know, after 10 years, you need to disappear from society. Yeah. So we keep like the potion safe and the information about it safe and quiet and and you know also take really good care of your body um because you're going to be with it for a really long time (laughs) and yeah and and she hints at the fact that marilyn monroe it has taken the potion and that's like where she's gone so this party is for all these celebrities that supposedly died when they were really young and that have taken the potion they're actually alive and living young and beautiful forever um and we see we see a lot of dead celebrities in in the party yeah. in that party scene there's there is Marilyn Monroe Andy Warhol Jim Morrison is caught like having sex with some girl in the pool yeah. you know <laughs> and he's just like are you gonna like, be here for long yeah yeah and uh <laughs> but yeah so they 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 try she tries Lisa tries to get um Ernest to take the potion and he's almost entranced but he's like no 
this is wrong. Also, but he's like, what would I do if I live forever? He's like, and then what? And she's like, what? <laughs> what do you mean? And then what? You're young and beautiful. And he's like, what if I get bored? Who will I hang out with? Like, <laughs> Madeline and dead. Helen? Everyone's going to die. Like, no. And she just gets, like, Lisa <laughs> gets so pissed Oh, that's when you see her really rage and go crazy. And I mean, it is a lot of wonderful camera angles and using, again, I'm pretty sure there's still a storm. Yeah. I feel like it's always storming at her house. Yeah. Yeah, pretty much. <laughs> and and he's like, no, no. And anyways, so then, you know, the party's waiting for her and, and, and Ernest is trying to leave, but he's got the potion. And, and she's like, Madeline Helen, you guys need to go get him. Yeah, because he, like, makes a run for it. And yeah. And he, like, pockets the potion and he's like, I'm yeah. out of here. Like, yeah. And then Madeline and Helen see him, like, actually put it in his, like, jacket yeah. pocket. And that's when Liesl tells them, you've got to go yeah. get him. Like, yeah. Bring him yeah. back to me. Yeah. You idiots. Yeah. Basically. Basically. And then, um, you know, they shut down. Like, they close down all the, the gates in the, in the mansion so he can't get out. So he, like... <laughs> tries he eventually gets up on like a balcony somewhere i feel like he's on the roof I think. on the roof yeah on the roof um and you know they're trying to convince him and 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 then he like slips and falls and he gets like caught on a flagpole uh the rain gutter the rain gutter the gutter oh okay the gutter thing the gutter and they're trying to they're like you have to take the potion because if you fall you're gonna die so you have to take your potion the potion and he's like no I'd rather die than spend eternity with, with you two, you two. Idiots. Yeah. Yeah. Like, you guys are horrible people. You've done horrible things to me. Like, horrible things to each other. This is... I've had enough. So he throws the potion. And then, like, his, his, his suit or whatever rips. And he falls. And he falls through the gorgeous stained glass window and into the pool where Jim Morrison is having sex with the girl. Is. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and and he, he falls in the pool and he lives. And, yeah, he's like, are, are, are you going to... Like, are you done here? Like, you you did your big dramatic fall. I'm kind of busy here. Are you going to be here for a while? Like, do I have to go somewhere else? <laughs> I didn't even realize that was Jim Morrison. And now I'm just like, I just thought it was another one of the um, the oiled up long hair oh, oh, that yeah. answered the door. Yeah, yeah. And no, now that... I'm just like, oh, no. Yeah, I yeah, get that. I get yep. it. I see that. <laughs> <laughs> and, uh, and, yeah, so then... Uh, then what happens? Where are we here? Because we're right near the end now. Um, yeah. Yeah. Um, I think we fast forward in time again, don't we? Yeah. And this is where, like, um, Lisa basically tells Helen and Madeline they're not welcome yeah. back. Yes. And that they need to get lost. Yeah. And they're kind of like, oh, um, we've got to look after each other now. Yes. And this is where that um, scene is where the I'll paint your ass if you paint mine. Yes. Yes. And I know that that has become such a really big thing in the like drag community. Yes. Yes. Yeah. And that it's used a lot um, yes. as like a, you know, a friendship thing. And yeah. I think that's just amazing. I didn't know that until, yeah. I had a look, you know, had yeah. a Google yesterday. Well, yeah, there's been a lot of really inspiration um, uh, uh, in drag. Um, they've done, like, characters that are inspired by uh, Madeline, especially, because she was, like, the, yeah. the, the Broadway star or whatever she was, um, and the actress. Um, and a lot of her out outfits are extremely flamboyant. Like, wait, for, for Goldie Hawn's character, it's just the red dress, and it's the same red dress, yeah. right? And then she's got, like, her black leggings and red top. Um, but Madeline has a lot of different, very 
fancy, especially because it's like, you know, the late 80s when the, the movie starts. So, like, you know, they're very, very ridiculous and over the top. And, uh, yeah. Pantsuits and everything like that. Or, oh, like, jumpers. I love a power pants. Yeah. Yeah. And, uh, so there's been a lot of inspiration taken from the movie and, and a lot of love for it, especially because it's like, um, there's, it's two women who have a lot of ambition, right? And they're being told that they can only achieve if they're beautiful, right? Yeah. So it is, a, like, like I said, there's always something underlying under everything, right? And there is a very big look at that about how the pressure that's put on women in society to be beautiful, to get the husband, to to be, be seen as successful, you have to be beautiful. Um, or what's considered beautiful. Um, yeah. And that whole, that um, youth is really important in that yes. as well. That yes. our elderly are discarded and yes. forgotten about. And yes. that youth is that commodity that everybody wants. Yes. Especially in Hollywood and yes. modeling and acting yes. And, yes. and whatnot. And, yeah, and, and so I definitely saw that throughout the whole yeah, movie. Yeah, it's definitely the underlying theme throughout the entire movie. It's it's really putting a putting a spotlight on that. Um, but yeah, then we're now it's like I don't know, like what another fifty years later or something like it's that. Thirty years, thirty-seven years, thirty-seven later. years later. Yeah, and it's uh, Ernest's funeral, and Aww. apparently Ernest has turned around his life finally at 50 and that they're like we don't know much about him before then uh you know yeah. and then he's like he's created foundations he got married he had a butt ton of kids he traveled around the world and he spread joy and happiness and love and he did all this stuff and then like you see the the like <laughs> the back of the funeral is these two harpies sitting underneath their their black veils and you can see like that they've been doing it they've been taking care of each other these horrific eyebrows oh like, i loved the eyebrows through the veil like that's how yep. intense they are and then you know they they are cackling at something in the program yeah and everyone's then like staring at him so it, awkward isn't it so awkward i'm like would you two just shut up please go to damn funeral yeah, and um, and uh, you know, then then they go that she like Helen messes her eye up or something like that. So oh, they're like, yeah. "Where's the paint? I don't have the paint. Must have left it in the car or whatever." So they go to leave, and they're like, "Ernest will live forever through his family <laughs> and everything." And they're like, "Oh, blah blah blah." Like it's yeah, like, I love that. <laughs> yeah, they're like, "Oh, for crying out loud!" And they and they go and they leave outside. And, like, they take their veils off, and it is just <laughs> a this. horror show underneath both of them. It is just, like, plaster <laughs> all over their faces and layers of caked-on makeup, and they're all, yeah. like, it looks like, oh, it's not good at all. <laughs> and, and and they go to walk down the stairs, and and the, the can of spray paint is there and she goes to slip on the like one of them goes to slip on it and she's like help me and the first second she's like oh I'm not helping you and then she grabs her and they both fall down the stairs and they both crack into pieces that are still like moving and alive oh I love that it was just <laughs> and it's just like it just ends with like hey do you remember where you parked the car <laughs> and like that's it that's it 
They're yeah. just like, let's get out of here. Yeah, let's, let's go. drag our pieces away and get out of here. Yeah, and like yeah. her little arm, like her arm was in the background flapping. Yeah. <laughs> it's like, isn't yeah. that ironic that they slipped on that yeah. can of paint that they were arguing about? Yeah. And that's how they fell into a million pieces. Yeah. So, <laughs> mu- so much falling downstairs in this. Yeah. <laughs> so much. There was a lot. Yeah. Yeah, there's a and lot. And a lot of, like, suspended falling. Yes. I, and I yeah, loved yeah, that. Yeah, yeah, again. it was just the, like, when are you going to fall? Yeah, exactly. Oh, it's like, you're just, like, it's not physically possible for you to be there. Would you fall already? <laughs> <laughs> and I feel like those are where they're kind of bringing in those horror elements, mm-hmm. but making them fun. Yes. Yes. There's and, a lot of suspense. And the movie does yeah. it. But yeah, it's just, it's such a ridiculous, ridiculous movie. It's so funny. From start to end, and wonderful yeah. performances by the three of them, absolutely, and and Isabella Rossellini, of course. But she's just like, yeah. she is just like one of my idols. She always has been, and and so like I'm just like Isabella Rossellini. Yes, is like <laughs> over here, her just being, you know, larger than life itself. Um, oh, I just nearly lost my microphone. Oh, I was like, oh, oh no, <laughs> no, it's not you, it's me. <laughs> oh, um, but yeah, it it it's it's. When you, like like you said, like, you know, you've never seen it. So going into it, you know, it, it doesn't seem very horror-esque. But it's like, it's like what I like to call horror light, you know? Yeah. Yeah. So, um. Definitely. And and as far as I'm concerned, it, it's a horror, yeah, it's just a horror comedy movie. Oh, yeah. yeah. And the thing is, like, um, as I've gotten older, I've kind of realized that a lot of movies I've loved are in that horror mm-hmm. genre. Like uh, Silence of the Lambs, mm-hmm. uh, Beetlejuice, mm-hmm. Little Shop of Horrors. Yes. Like all these movies yep. that I've lo- I watched Silence of the Lambs when I was like 10. Mm-hmm. And I've loved that movie ever since. And it's not until I've gotten older where I'm just like, oh, wow, that is a horror movie. Yeah. Because it's got this and this yes. and the suspense and um, the cannibal. Yeah. And it might not have the blood and the guts that a slasher does. Yes. But it gives you so much more to th- yes. think about. Yeah, and that's the thing is like peop- the, the a lot of people are like, um, when I ask them like what makes a horror movie a horror movie for you, I have there is a large crowd that says you know like it has to be like violent and you know that and I'm like see that's just what a slasher horror movie is you know, yeah. um, for me it, it's got to have sort of I mean yes there's got to be like sort of some sort of death kind of supernaturalist sort of crazy sort of thing going I mean not always. But, like, there's, it just, there's so many elements of what a horror movie can be. And, like, I think to put it into, like, a box is, is really limiting and yeah, a little elitist. <laughs> yeah. I'm like that. Or pretentious. Uh, <laughs> Maybe or, that's a- yeah. Absolutely. And I was saying this with one of my guests yesterday, that, like, the new horror movies that are coming out, um, some people in the horror community are calling them, um, like, ho- high horror like highbrow horror like get out and us Mm -hmm. and um like jordan peele movies because you know his movies have so much to say about society and and that's amazing i think it's good i don't think it's yeah yeah sorry no no go ahead sorry yeah and i was like that is really good yeah but it's still just horror yeah like it's okay you don't have to give it something you know an explanation as to why it fits into horror it's, like, it's just horror. The horror community wants it as a horror. Like, yeah. we'll have it. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Exactly. And I do notice, like, a lot of the times, too, is, like, the a lot of the sort of, like, horror light ones, they're, 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 um, they're, they're marketed as thrillers. 
Yeah. Because they're more palatable to the general populace that way. Like, um, yeah. I remember going on Chibi TV and, like, under their thrillers, I was like, these are horror movies. <laughs> Why are you putting them in here? Yeah. <laughs> And I think that's because Hollywood has a really big issue with yeah. horror as well mm-hmm. and has for so long like just rejected horror mm-hmm. as a genre and as award-worthy pieces of mm-hmm. art. Um, until recently where, you know, yeah. our directors and producers and writers are getting all these, like Parasite yes. winning all of those awards was yeah. just so amazing. Yep. Um, and see, and I have a lot of people that, that, that watch Parasite and they're like, it's not a horror movie. And I'm like, excuse me. Did you actually watch the movie? Are you sure? Same movie? One, you're wrong. <laughs> yes. Two, you're wrong. <laughs> yeah. And I'm and like... A, mm. Yeah, and it's like Parasite, you know, yeah. with that high horror. Yes. That they've kind of created a um, like a way to not accept it as a horror, horror movie. movie. Yes. <laughs> so, yeah. And it's really just like, come on, guys. Parasite says so much about society. Yes. And that's what so much of horror movies is about. Yes. Is our fears, how we operate as a society, yeah. and what scares the fuck out of us the yeah. most. Yeah, and like what, I mean, it, I'm, really, I'm really interested to see how, like, I mean, we had Host come out, obviously. Um, yeah, I still which, need to watch uh, that. Yeah, um, with the social media horror, and, and, but also because of the pandemic. But I'm really, I'm really yeah. curious because, like, are we gonna get another like flood of zombie flicks again? Which I really hope we're not. <laughs> zombie flicks just oh, really I'm not aren't a big zombie. Uh, me either. Yeah, I'm really all. not. Like, I love Return of the Living Dead. I, I really like Zombieland because it's fun. It's a horror light movie. I like Zombieland. You know, it's a comedy, yeah. right? It's a co- horror comedy, yeah. and um, my kid loves Zombieland. She loves Zombieland. She yeah. loves the babysitter. Great choice. Yeah. Um, <laughs> and that was her. That was her uh, acknowledging that. <laughs> and, I love it. Um, you know, and and, but, I just find them, very repetitive. Yeah. Um, yeah. And I like. I mean. I mean. Um, I guess World War Z was really great. Yeah. I I really liked World War mm-hmm. Z. Um. Dawn of the Dead, eh, I mean, that it's, movie there's actually a, terrified me. There's, I mean, Dawn of the Dead is always going to be, like, the newer one or the original? Yeah, the new one. The new one. The original's okay. fine. I still haven't seen the, the new one. I still haven't seen that one yet. Um, uh, yeah, that's, and that's the thing. It's like, meh. The original, I mean, it's the original. It's Dawn of the Dead. Like, it's, it's it has this huge place in film history. Um, and yeah. It's, and, and as a film itself, it's so important. Um, so, uh, you know, that's always going to be like on my list too, but like for myself, like Return, Return of the Living Dead, it's got punks. I mean, of course I'm going to love it. And, and Tarman, Tarman's <laughs> freaking adorable. So yeah, my grandma, um, I said to grandma, I was like, what is the first horror movie you ever watched grandma? And she's like, oh, it's either House on Haunted Hill or, um, or Night of the, um, Night of the Living Dead. And she was like, oh, Night of the Living Dead terrified me. And I was just like. That made me so good. But my grandma will sit and watch, like, supernatural paranormal movies, which I cannot digest. Oh, really? Because, yeah, ghosts terrify me. Like, I'll watch it. But, like, monsters that I can't see, I'm just like, oh, no. Mm -mm. I can't deal with this. No, my my favorite, like, (laughs) for me, my favorite, like, sort of subgenre or whatever is, is supernatural. But usually it's, like, when it's, like, something is possessed. 
So like yeah, the exorcist, yeah. uh, exorcist, uh, um, like any 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 possession film. Like yeah, I really I like that. anything um, that that really uh, really looks at like the Catholic folklore and mysticism or not mysticism mythology uh, of of that. I yeah. love that be mixed in. So like, and I have a weird thing for nuns. Okay. <laughs> I just, I don't know. I do. Um, so, like, you put a nun in a movie, I'm going to watch it. <laughs> ironically, I haven't watched The Nun. I was going to say, ironically, um, I still haven't seen The Nun yet. Oh, because that's the same. Um, that was James Wan, wasn't yeah, it? Yeah, because it was The Conjuring. conjuring. Yeah, it's a spinoff of The Conjuring because yeah. The Nun um, yeah. is, a, is the demon in the second movie. Um, well, I've seen The Conjuring. Yeah. I haven't seen The Conjuring 2. Conjuring 2 is really good. after watching the first one. No. Oh, no. <laughs> terrified me oh no it's so good i love them so Uh, much i love them so much it's been a really long time since i've tried to watch a supernatural horror yeah so i did watch hereditary yes which had a lot of those Mm -hmm. connotations Mm -hmm. and whatnot and i loved it Mm -hmm. absolutely loved it um the scene where the head comes off Mm -hmm. the girl and i was like yikes you you really do be killing off like your main character yep what the fuck? No holds bar. No. Nope. It was, um, and just so tense with, like, the mm-hmm. sun behind the driving yeah. wheel, because I was, like, sitting there with, like, my mouth wide open the entire time that he was sitting in the car. Because I was just like... I always usually have, when I'm going to watch movies that are, are, I do know, are a little more tense for me to watch, I usually always have, like, a palate cleanser afterwards. Like, I'm going to go watch, like, yeah. you know, um... Some like lovey dovey cheesy like nineties like teen rom com <laughs> or something afterwards. Like go watch Clu- um, go watch Clueless afterwards just to sort of my pa- my palate cleanser is Forensic Files because <laughs> <laughs> it's like my comfort show. I like, get that. I get that. I literally that. will lay in my bed and watch it until I fall asleep. I totally and get people it. People are just like, do you not have nightmares? And I'm like, no. Like murder doesn't give me nightmares. Like ghosts. Ghosts in movies give me nightmares. <laughs> shit that cu- shit that probably won't happen to me will give me nightmares. But stuff that might happen to me, no, no, no. Um, yeah, for me, it's it's uh, it's the the doll ones because like dolls really freak oh. me out. So I haven't. I've only yeah. watched Annabelle once, <laughs> and I haven't. Watched I did watch them. Annabelle. I think. Yeah, I'm not sure. I can't remember. Um, I I dolls like dummies no. like. Like I love, I love like the Muppets, and like <laughs> I love like you know um, uh, the Dark Crystal, and I oh, love yeah. I loved the TV series The Dark Crystal. I binged it like in one night when it first came out. I was like, I can't, like I I could not keep my eyes open for the last one. I was like, you just you can finish it, you can finish it. Um, but like, and 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 so that kind of stuff like doesn't really freak me out. But like, yeah, actual like dolls in in mannequins and stuff like that really i don't it doesn't it really unsettles me somewhere deep down no, inside totally me fine. that and anything where there's like teeth involved i just i, I <laughs> well i have um i have a recurring nightmare i constantly have is my teeth falling like crumbling and falling out so i oh, yeah, me teeth, too teeth, i have like where i like a, touch my teeth yeah. and they're like yeah falling yeah, out yeah. in my hand and yeah. there's like gummy it, blood everywhere yeah and yeah. uh that's 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 an anxiety thing uh, it, oh, is it? Yeah, it's related to having anxiety, actually. Cause, oh, uh, it makes sense. Yeah. Oh, like, my anxiety is, like, a lot like a yeah. lot more under control yeah. than what it's ever been in my entire life. Mm-hmm. But um, I thought 
uh, like teeth dreams were about money. No, it's um, it's it is from anxiety, but it's supposed to also signify like when you do dream interpretation stuff that um, you yeah. you feel like you're not in control. Okay, that makes sense. Yeah, yeah. So yeah, <laughs> and then I also grind my teeth a lot, so sometimes that mm, yeah. will trigger one of those dreams. So um, I have TMJ. Yep. So same. My like my jaw muscles. Whenever I go to see my dentist, he's like, "Oh, you you've been grinding." I clench my jaw. Mm-hmm. I don't grind my teeth. I grind in my sleep. Um, I have no control over, but oh, I clench my jaw no. all the time. Yeah, I always have to be like, yeah, "Relax jaw- your jaw." Yeah, I don't know what it what it's about. Like, what my sister does it as well, mm-hmm. and we're both like, "We've got to go get a splint." Like, we have to stop. Like, I wake up with like tension headaches yep. and like my jaws yeah killing and it's me. like my all in your hurt. cheekbones and yeah. everything and they're really bad headaches they're really bad headaches to have yeah. um uh i like when i i i had uh uh it was like a traumatic thing that happened to my my head so um uh that's what happened it just like did something to my jaw and then after like a lot of the stuff that I went through in my twenties, like it was it was stress related that I was on, so it was like stress yeah. on top of like an injury, and like I would oh. I went to my dentist and I I because I like I panic over teeth because I don't like them, <laughs> like I'd totally. been, it, it had been a while and he's like and I was like listen I have trouble opening my mouth all the way sometimes and he's like and I was like today's actually a good day though and he's like let's see let's see and it, like I open it up and he's like he measures like he has a little proper measuring tool for it he's like this is a good day for you he's like this isn't good at all i was like oh Oh, no but the specialist i ended up moving provinces and i still have been putting it off forever so it's on my list of things to sort of get in motion before the end of the year because you really do need to take care of your teeth people you really really do do it yeah go to the dentist i love my dentist he's great uh, once i um once i got a whole filling with our i just had like some um yeah oh what's the word like um I, I, the holes weren't bad. Yeah, it was just like the tooth was starting to visually, wear. Yeah, yeah. It was unappealing to look yeah, at. So it yeah. was just for like visual to clean yeah. my teeth up. But yeah. I needed like a couple of fillings. Yeah. Because um, they were just cracking like the outside of my molars. Yeah. And I, I was like, oh, I don't need it. I don't need anesthetic for that. Yeah. And he was like, what? And I'm like, yeah, just go ahead. Like, if you're not drilling like into the nerve, just yeah. do it. Like, it's fine. Yeah. And he was just like, you are insane. <laughs> and I was like, no, I just really don't like needles in my mouth because I'm a person that I need to see the needle to be okay. Oh, with and it. you can't see that. Well, I mean, they could put a and mirror. I can't see they that. Could, they could put a oh, mirror there. Mirror. Because here's yeah. I, when I had my wisdom teeth out, I was oh, 16. Oh no. Because they take these glasses off to put other glasses on me, and uh, I literally am blind. Oh, out my there you go. So yeah, I wouldn't be able it to yeah. work. But yeah, when I had my wisdom teeth out, I was. Uh, I, they hadn't even grown roots because I have a very crowded jaw, and um, so I had surgery to take them out. But I had. I was awake for it. <laughs> um, oh. So like they hadn't even broken Perfect. through the gums. Okay, not even close. Ooh. No roots or anything. So. Um, they froze everything up with so many needles, but he's like, do you want a mirror to watch? And I was like, no, maybe this is also another reason I dislike teeth. Um, it's cause I went through this as like a 16 year old and like, yeah, they, they cut open my gums and they exposed the tooth. And then he took a hammer and a chisel and he cracked it in half and he pulled out every tooth in, in two pieces. And that was all yeah. four of my teeth all at once. So maybe that's another reason I don't really care for teeth. Yeah. <laughs> See, my wisdom teeth um, grew as mm-hmm. normal teeth. Mm-hmm. So I just have an extra molar in there. Oh, 
Dang. Like I use them to eat and everything. Oh. My dentist was it's like, I don't want to take these out if you use them. Yeah, then then they have there was no crowding and they haven't bothered you or anything else like that. That's... I had braces as well, which yeah. is really surprising. Mm. So um, when they first scanned my mouth when before I went to get my braces, mm. um, they were like, your wisdom teeth haven't even like started to come down. Mm-hmm. And I, I would have been like fourteen when I got braces. Yeah. But, um, when I got them off, they do another x-ray and yeah. they're still like, no sign of your wisdom teeth. <laughs> and I was like, all right, maybe I'll never get them. And then when I was 25, they dropped down. Oh, wow. And um, so basically all they've done to them is fill them because yeah. they were like rotting yeah. because they'd been like sitting oh. in my mouth. And they're yeah. like at the back where it's hard really? to brush. Yeah, and... yeah. Like beca- and because... they were like, let's just fill them in. They're, they're fine. Use them. Yeah, and the surgeon them. was like, "Your teeth are fine. Yeah. You can have them if you want." Yeah, you can have them if you want. You like? Well, he actually asked He's me like, if I, I don't wanted want you my to spend teeth. That money. No, when my kids started losing her teeth, <laughs> it was like the worst day oh, of my life. And she's still like, she's starting to lose her molars now, and it's like she knows how much they bug me. So she'll like be like, "Hey, look," uh, and like she'll wiggle it around at me, and I'm like, "No, don't." And she lost one one night when I was streaming, and she kept trying to put it in my face, and I'm like, literally sitting here on my channel, like, "Don't, I don't want to see it. Please get it away." <laughs> oh no! My niece is losing her baby teeth at the moment, mm-hmm. and she sent me a picture of it the other day, and I was like, "Oh, cool. Why are you sending me this?" Oh, she just said she's gonna give take her wisdom teeth for me and make them into earrings and give them to me as my birthday present. <laughs> That's disgusting. <laughs> Have kids, guys. It's great. Man. Also, sweetheart, it is uh, almost ten thirty, and you wanted me to tell you at ten o'clock that you wanted to start to get ready for bed. Okay. She just want to be late tomorrow. <laughs> But uh, yeah, so that's but yeah, there are like some horror movies out there. Like there's like that tooth fairy one where it's all made out of teeth and stuff like that. And I'm just oh, like, oh, I have seen that cover. And so I have like a phobia of holes. Like um, like I don't know what it's called. There is but, no like, holes or really yeah. close, close together. Yeah. Like I can't deal with coral. I can't deal with like rocks or pebbles that are in concrete. Um, it just makes my skin crawl. Oh. And so watching seeing that like teeth yeah. guy, there's like. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I'm like, oh. Yeah, no, I I can't. I haven't watched that one ever. I haven't. And I don't think I I don't think I will be ever able to. There's a streamer, um, Paladin Amber. Mm, I love Amber. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, And she's got a phobia of teeth as well. (laughs) I'm pretty sure. Oh, my God. I'm not alone. (laughs) You're not alone. Oh, Harry Horror Show. He's terrified. He hates teeth. As well. Oh my goodness! Yay! I'm, I have to go talk to my yeah. aunt, my no teeth people. <laughs> yeah, just be like, hey guys, I uh, I heard you hate teeth. <laughs> <laughs> this is the start of a beautiful friendship. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so, um, what is the what's the last horror movie you watched besides Death Becomes Her? That's a good. Oh, I know. Um, do I know? <laughs> I watched, yes, I think the last horror movie I watched, what was it called? Mm, give me a second here. I'm going to have to look because, like I said, my memory is not great. Um, uh, I know that I left it on a message on my friend's Instagram post because I was like, have you watched this? <laughs> <laughs> I 
I don't even remember the last time I had time to watch a movie besides the movies I've been doing for the podcast. Uh... But I was meant to be going to my dad's this afternoon. And, like, I just really don't feel like driving an hour and a half to get to my dad's house. Mm-hmm. So. Yeah, I watched um, Housewife on Shudder. Uh, it, okay, it's interesting. Cos- it's cosmic horror. Um, I'm actually going to be watching it again and writing uh, writing a piece about it. Um, cool. Uh, it's 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 very slow burn of a movie, um, and then the ending is phenomenal. So, the ending is really really great. The start and sort of mid part of the movie are kind of like, eh, you know, but the ending really makes it for me. So that's why I was like, oh, I need to watch this again, pay more attention to the stuff I kind of tuned out. And because once it hit that part, I was like, whoa, hold the phone. This is great. What? <laughs> Where was all this kind of um, like energy for the rest of the movie? Um, that's got me intrigued because yes. we just got Shutter here. Oh, yes, that's right. So- yes, you did. Yeah, I'm so stoked because I watched Goodnight Mummy a couple of nights ago, mm-hmm. like last week, I think. And I was like, I am never having children. Because <laughs> the kid in that kids in that movie creeped me out. Oh, my God. And, like, have you seen it? No, I haven't. Oh, I... okay. You have to watch yeah, it. Okay. the plot twist. I was like... Whoa, whoa, whoa. <laughs> no, no, no. I never guessed that. Stop. <laughs> oh, my goodness. Let me guess the plot twist. Uh, yeah, it will take you. You would never even guess that's the plot twist. Oh, okay. Uh, when it gets yeah, to the I'll plot twist. To, You'll uh, be like, what the fuck? <laughs> I love movies like that, though, honestly, when it's just it was, like it out, so out of left field and you're like, what? Yeah. <laughs> Excuse me? Because you're made to believe one thing. Yeah. And then when the thing happens, people who are listening who have seen this will know what I'm talking about. Yeah. Um, you're just, I let out the biggest, what the fuck? <laughs> My grandma was in bed and she's like, what's going on? And I was like, plot twist, plot twist. <laughs> shh, shh. You're interrupting. My brain is melting. But yeah, it's a really great movie. It's just, it was really well done. It was really eerie the mm-hmm. entire way through. Like, really, like, ooh, creepy vibes. Mm. Um, it was just really freaking good. Nice. And it's been out for a couple of years. And I didn't even, I didn't even know that. Because um, I'm not, like, I'll watch older horror and mm-hmm. horror that I'm comfortable with. Mm-hmm. And so it took me forever to, like, watch Get Out. Yeah, it's no, like, and, and, and I actually, because, like, I, I, I do a lot of, like, learning and therapy over my anxiety and my PTSD and, and everything else like that and ADHD as well. Um, and I learned that for people that, you know, live with these things, watching new things is very difficult. So we Do watch not. a lot of the same things over and over again because it, 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 it it's easier on our brains. Um, yeah, absolutely. And as someone with um, like complex PTSD, mm-hmm. um, undiagnosed ADHD, mm-hmm. like I know yeah. there's something going on yeah. up there. Um, and uh, anxiety, not so much. Yeah. But yeah, the thought of like putting something new on and having to like create a whole new like um, like composite for my brain yes. to put all that stuff in and yeah. understand and process is really frustrating. And also, so watching everything yeah. I know. I'm comfortable. Yeah, and also, like, for me, too, I want to, like, pay attention and take it in, you know, and I don't have an attention span. Oh, no. <laughs> I just don't have one. It doesn't exist. You know? I have I have um, hyperfixation. 
So that's uh. fun when that happens because I spend a lot of time doing stuff I don't need to do. <laughs> I get it. I get it. I do. I really do. Um, Been there, done that. But yeah, so that's it's really it's really um uh, it's really common for us like to not be able to easily watch something new. So anytime I do watch something new, like I watched um, Warrior Nun and I got all drawn into it and I like binge watched it over two days and I was like, oh, I, you know, I was so excited for myself. I was like, you watch something new and you like paid attention to it and you know, you didn't tune it out very much and like you focused on it and you actually understood what you watched and like, you know, you know the entire thing that you watched. Like you got the whole storyline because sometimes I'll put on a movie and then I'll start doing it 800 things oh, yeah, and then I'm like, else. I have no idea what happened. Um, and yeah. so like, that's why like a lot of the new, like foreign horror, like films and stuff like that, I haven't watched yet because they have subtitles yeah. and I can't focus. And so I just put on, yeah. you know, something I've seen a hundred times, like The Exorcist. <laughs> I do, I'll put on like Evil Dead or mm. Nightmare on Elm Street or Freddy vs. Jason. Oh, nice. Unashamed, unashamedly love that movie. It uh, you can ha- haters no. come for me. It's a fucking awesome movie. I um, come for me. I actually haven't seen all of the Freddy or all of the Jason films. Um, I haven't seen them all. I I uh, the first uh, Friday the Thirteenth movie I saw was Jason X. <laughs> Okay, interesting. It, it was, yeah. it was, it was just because it was the, the time when it came out, and like Halloween H two O was the first Halloween movie I saw. Um, oh yeah, a few of my friends have said that yeah. as well. So someone I'm invo- like a guest that I'm having on in the future, mm-hmm. she, I was like, okay, what's the like? I because I usually get people to choose mm-hmm. like three movies so that mm-hmm. I can, you know, say, okay, well we've already talked about that one. Can we do this mm-hmm. instead? Um, her first movie was the Blair Witch Project. And I'm like, lady, why are you doing this to me? I hate that movie Jeez. so fucking much. There's teeth in it. <laughs> if you guys could see my face right now. <laughs> Disgusted. Yeah. I love the movie, but there's teeth in it. <laughs> <laughs> I just really, it terrified me as a kid. I think I might have been like 13 or 14 when I watched it with mm. my aunt. And no. I been. actually remember not being scared at all and being disappointed the only thing i what? didn't like was was the fact that i was like oh gross teeth you know that was <laughs> <laughs> that's the only takeaway you have from that movie i thought there was i'm, gonna... Like, I'm gonna have to watch this movie like three or four times so that i can discuss it and i was like fuck <laughs> Oh no. But yeah, I think I was really upset there was no like actual witch witch in it. <laughs> I think oh, okay, so I was just disappointed. I was upset. <laughs> like, where the fuck is the witch? Yeah, where's this witch I was promised? Like <laughs> Was there in the actual the witch? Because I haven't seen that yet. Oh, that's like the another, one with like, the two V's? Horror. Yeah. Is have there, you seen that? Is there yes I have. Is there an actual witch in it? Um no, not not really. Oh, bummer. Yeah. But it's still it's still good. But it's like another one of those like slow burn kind of like um, yeah. Uh, uh, oh god, what was the what's the one? <laughs> the one in they t- they go over to like the the Netherlands and Midsummer. Oh, Midsummer. Yeah. Oh, I love that movie. That movie. It's so pretty. Oh man, it's so it's beautiful. But like, yeah. Damn, that's a messed up movie. <laughs> All the end. Oh, how everything happens in like oh, my space god. of fifteen minutes. Yeah, and you're just like what. Time out, time out, yeah. time out, please. 
And like I just loved it. Yeah, How everything was just like bang. Yeah, yeah, in your face. Yeah, and and yeah. So it's a it's a very like sort of slow moving movie, kind of like that. And another one was like Hazuga, okay. uh, was another like sort of slow burn movie. That one's on Shutter as well. Um, I hopefully it's yes, on, I hopefully it's yeah already. hopefully it's on Shutter for you guys. I know there'll be region differences like there is for us between like the UK and yeah. the states and stuff like that for Canada. Yeah, um, I have a feeling like some stuff might not get classified yeah. here, and that's why they won't put it on. Yeah, but. Um, an Australian classification is really hard to circumnavigate and uh, like be able to get something classified. Mm. Like the amount of times, like, because I work in video games, yeah, and so a lot of games like um, get rejected, oh. and it's like you've got to cut this, 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 and this scene out. Uh. So we'll have completely different edits oh, wow. to like what the state has, to what Europe has, and oh, yeah, wow. just based on like classification and like. Um, I bet I you that's why that it took so much longer to come to Australia versus like the to, UK. Yes, absolutely. Yeah. yeah. To get, like, the catalogue classified mm-hmm. and double-checked mm-hmm. to be released here mm-hmm. would have taken so long. Yeah, yeah. Because I think they'd been trying for, like, five years oh, to dang. have it launched here. Dang, that is yeah. a, that's a, that's a... And I mean, like, there's... Even because of classification, like, yeah. Netflix stuff yeah. doesn't even make it here. Yeah. So... Yeah, well, yeah, I know. <laughs> I know, like before then, like with Discord, I'd be like, like, okay, let's have like a little watch party. It's like my friends are in Australia and like some in Norway where they don't have it either. So like they're all just like watching oh, Shutter awesome. with me. And like I put it on like the Shutter, like they have like a TV channel that just kind of runs movies all day long. Yeah. So I just put that That's on so and cool. go to bed. <laughs> <laughs> you guys, uh, here you go, guys. Yeah. Watch this. I'm yeah. going to bed. Yeah, right. exactly. And then That's watch so what cool. comes on because, uh, you know, they, they want to see the horror too. <laughs> and it's just, um, it really goes, it really says now, maybe Australian movie industry is accepting horror more. And I mean, if you look at Australian mm-hmm. horror movies like um, Wolf Creek mm-hmm. and um, The Loved Ones, mm-hmm. like those movies are summon like people's like cult classic of mm-hmm. horror. And it's just so weird that they wouldn't launch something like that here. Like, Wolf Creek won awards yeah. because of, like, the acting yeah. and, you know, it's based on a true story. Oh, wow. It's just... Yeah, well, it's kind of like a mix between, mm. like, all these different yeah. um, murders and stuff okay. that happened. Okay. And, um, serial ki- we, we had one serial killer here, Ivan Malat, who, like, killed a whole bunch of backpackers mm. and left them out in the bush near my house. Ugh. Um it would only take me like 40 minutes to get there from my house maybe half an hour oh man so that's terrifying oh Um, man but yeah and even like James Wan he's Australian Mm -hmm. well Malaysian born lives in Australia and he you know Saw and The Conjuring yep all these amazing movies Annabelle I think he did Mm -hmm. I'm not too sure Mm -hmm. and it's just like we have some of the best horror in the world (laughs) where's our horror channel where's our horror streaming service yeah yeah so it's really cool no. that it's um starting to get recognized yeah too, so. that's amazing yeah so but yeah that's the that's the most recent movie that i've watched and i think mm. i on top of that i like i watched like color out of space as well again oh i want to watch that but it's hp lovecraft and i just have a real big oh well yeah exactly like people are saying happy birthday like hp lovecraft and i'm like how about f you huh no, he was a fucking racist yeah. piece of shit. He was too racist for racist people. Okay, like that's yeah, even white supremacists were like, like, "No, dude. Lovecraft, we don't want you." Yeah, exactly. Um, I do want to watch Lovecraft County, especially because it is oh, you know, coming from yes. like it's it's a 
black story. Like it's 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 yeah dealing with all of that in, in a really um, a unique way. So I haven't watched it yet, but I am going to. I gotta like I said, I gotta gear myself up and like put myself up to watch something new and get real focused. Well, see, the thing for me is that this release it releases weekly. Yeah, that helps, and so. It helps so much because yes. I don't feel like I have to binge yes. watch it. So I can give that, you know, an hour and a half every week yes. to that episode. Yes. And then I don't have to think about it until the next week. Yes. And normally I used I used to get really upset about things getting released weekly. Um, but now I've realized No, I love it. it. Yeah, I love when they're released span. weekly. I really do. I, but yeah. I'm also just someone who's, like, perpetually stuck in the 90s. So, like, I <laughs> just, like, I... I <laughs> I miss, like, TV shows coming on every week. Like, I miss that. Like, yeah. I mean, I don't, I haven't had cable in, like, a decade. Yeah, I don't have cable here. Yeah. It's, like, it's so expensive. Like, no thank you. Like, yeah, I, for like, us, it's, like, $100. Yeah, exactly. Which is probably, um, probably around the same as, yeah. the, like, it'd be the same cost. Yeah, here. I think yeah. our dollars almost. Almost, yeah. It is pretty close. Yeah. Um, and And so it's just... Uh, where was I going with that thought? Um, I don't know. You were talking yeah. about how you're perpetually stuck in the 90s. 90s and I like, oh, weekly TV years. shows. And like, like <laughs> I didn't like the fact that, like, I liked the fact, like, for shows that I had already seen, I could go, you know, and see all of them instead of having to, like, buy a DVD set. Like, I liked that. Yeah. But I, like, for new shows, I was like, I don't want to watch all of it at once. Like, I want to draw yeah. it out. Where's my, like, this now I, like, I've watched all of it and now it's gone and done. And now, what, I wait another year for a whole season? Like, ugh. That used to happen to me with the OC. I'd get... Because, like, I'd watch the end of, like, season one and then be, like, so messed up from that that I've got to wait, like, eight months for yeah. season two and then get really messed up at the end of season two and I'm still trying to deal with the end of season one. 14-year-old <laughs> me did not cope well with Marissa's death, okay? Um, I was, like, on the phone to my best friend in tears, oh like, crying. Gosh. Because we were watching the episode together, like, yeah. at home, yeah. like, on the phone to each I other. I forgot what and show... And I was like, Beck, oh. I've got to go. I've got to go. Because, like, too I just can't deal right now. So I forgot what show I was watching, but they were watching the final episode of The O.C. in it. And they showed <gasps> Marissa's death. And they're no. like... I, and I hadn't seen the last season. <laughs> and I was like, this oh, show... Oh, she didn't die in the last... Oh, oh. oh or was... Was it the last season? No, she. But okay, well, I had like season two. Really? I'm not sure. But anyways, I didn't see her season four. Yeah, I. Well, I hadn't seen like I hadn't seen her die. Anyways, but they were watching Marissa's death, and I was like, I know it's like a decade and a half later, but the stupid new show (laughs) that I'm watching spoiled the show from a decade and a half ago. I didn't know this character (laughs) died. I was so mad. Because I, it was on, it it'd come on to Netflix, and I was like, oh, I'm finally going to watch the rest of it. Cool. Oh, it's not on Netflix here. God damn it. I don't know if it is anymore. This was a little while ago. I never got around to it. Yeah, because they always, um, they're always putting new shit on here. Yeah. But I think, oh, no, I think it's on a different streaming service, mm, actually. Mm. Which, because, like, here we've got, like, six. Yeah. And it's just like, I can't afford all of them. I've got to pick yeah. and choose. Yeah. Based on what they have. Yes, dear? What? You are hungry? Yes. Do you have a loose tooth? God damn it. <laughs> I can hear it. You can hear that. Uh, yep. No. This is what I've done to myself by having a child. <laughs> you did this. Yes, I did this. I did this to myself. 
Um, but yeah. It's All like right. The, so, um, to wrap up, can mm-hmm. you please tell us where we can find you on social media and Twitch and mm-hmm. wherever else? Yeah. So on Twitter, I am immortal underscore graves, and that is uh, the same on Instagram. And then on Twitch, it's twitch.tv slash immortal graves, but no underscore. Great. And you said you write. Do you publish anywhere? Um, or? I actually have a horror podcast myself called The Cackling Cauldron. It's been on hiatus this year because it's just been a lot for us. So we've just, I've just started writing, um, my partner Hacksaw Jenny and I have just started writing um, articles for the website this this past month. So that's thecacklingcauldron.com. And then we're slowly going to get all our episodes from the previous year edited and up before we start um recording new ones um because we uh, we used to do it live on twitch um and uh so then there was a lot of editing and downloading and everything else like that and then you know doing the audio and then the video and the youtube and everything else so we're like you know what after we start up again we're just going to do straight audio recording because it'll be so much easier on us than having to do like a weekly live show um but yeah so the calculating cauldron got Dot com is where um, I've got a couple pieces up and so does she right now and we're going to try and get uh, a regular schedule going. Do you remember where you parked the car? <laughs>